This is an ABC podcast. This is the Victorian Country Hour on ABC Radio Victoria. Good afternoon. You are listening to the Victorian Country Hour. My name is Annie Brown. As you can hear, I'm in <laughs> outside the studio and in the wind. I'm down at the Bunnell Office Owl Yards, the NBLX, just outside Wodonga for day three of the Wiener Calf sales here. Now the car park is full, the trucks are lined up, the sun is shining, and we've got a decent crowd of vendors and buyers here, all up back after the pandemic to watch and participate in the sales. Now this is one of the largest cattle selling centres in Victoria. And as you can hear in the background there, there are just over 5,000 steers and heifers all <laughs> mooing in the background, making a bit of noise. They're either here to be sold or they're on their way to be sold because the sale is still underway as we go to air today. Now, you're going to hear today from the agents, the vendors and the people who've put this huge logistical operation together. But before we get into all that, we need to check in with the Bureau of Meteorology to find out what's happening with the weather. We're joined this afternoon by Simon Timkey. Good afternoon. Simon. G'day Annie. <laughs> G'day. What can you tell us about the weather today? How's it looking? Look, uh, pretty quiet few days ahead on the weather front for Victoria. Um, we're, we're currently in a, uh, a south to southeasterly airstream, so a little bit of cloud banking up on and south of the ranges. And there is the odd shower around, pretty isolated uh, and mostly around the, uh, the, the Gippsland area, but not expecting any big totals today. Um, but the odd spot uh, over East Gippsland might pick up the order of... Uh, of, of up to five to ten millimetres or so, but generally speaking, um, we are expecting totals generally less than uh, than two or three millimetres. Uh, further north, north of the ranges, should be mostly sunny conditions and a little bit warmer as well. Over the next couple of days, we um, see a high pressure um, system move south of Tassie, and that that'll tend the winds around more easterly tomorrow and then northeasterly over the weekend. So that'll cause conditions to warm up a bit and the showers to gradually clear. I think we'll just see some isolated showers uh, for Gippsland tomorrow, dry, mild to warm and plenty of sunshine over the rest of the state. Um, and we will see winds freshen a little bit uh, near the coast with some sea breezes during Friday afternoon. And then over the weekend, conditions are getting even a little bit hotter, particularly over western and, uh, and central parts. I think for, um, for Saturday, we'll see temperatures out over um, western districts getting into the mid-30s, low 30s or very high 20s for central parts. Staying a little bit milder in the east, though, with temperatures in the low to mid-20s. Uh, and then Sunday, even a bit hotter. I think we'll see um, maximum temperatures getting into the, the high 30s in the far west, mid-30s over central parts of the state but still mid-20s in the eastern part. So getting a bit hotter over the weekend and both Saturday and Sunday, I think, will be dry and mostly sunny right across the state with the winds tending around more, um, more north-easterly, bringing some of that warmer air down from the north. Uh, we'll see a change move across on, on Monday, so some cloud developing uh, in the south as the southerly winds extend across, bringing cooler conditions. Uh, I think this change will be mostly dry as well, not expecting uh, much in the way of showers with this change. Uh, and further north, um, 
uh, conditions remaining mostly sunny even following the change. So, so conditions becoming a bit cooler for Monday um, and, and mostly dry, as I said, uh, and then sort of through the middle part of next week, a, l a little bit milder before we start to see temperatures slowly rise again sort of Wednesday, Thursday next week. But uh, as far as rainfall totals go, generally not much over the, over the next week or so, Annie. Right, so a bit of drier weather. Simon, is there any warnings or anything else we need to know for today? Look, at this stage, we've still obviously got that uh, that warning out for for the for the Murray for a little bit of flooding, but that's uh, uh, on a on a decreasing trend, so um, not as uh, as significant as certainly uh, earlier in the season. Uh, and just a, a, a marine wind warning out for Port Phillip, Western Port, West Coast, and Central Coast for strong winds, but no no other warnings over the land areas at all. Simon, thanks so much for your time this afternoon. Great, thanks a lot, Annie. That is Simon Timkey with the Bureau of Meteorology there. You are listening to the Victorian Country Hour. Annie Brown is my name. Getting a little bit of feedback there in my headphones. Apologies for that. Um, well, we're down here at the Barnawatha Sale Yards and we're going to get stuck into it. We're going to start off with the agents and get into it. We're joined this afternoon by Brett Shea from Elders. Good afternoon, Brett. Welcome to the Country Hour. Thanks, Annie. Thanks for having us. Thanks for coming down. Now, the big thing everyone wants to know about these sales is the prices. Yep. How's the sale going so far today? Oh, look, uh, overall we've um, <clears throat> seen a significant comeback in the price uh, year on year. Um, there's a few factors that have, that have affected that, but I guess if you wanted to put a, a, a number on it, we're probably four to $500 uh, cheaper per head year on year. Um, but another factor that's contributed to that is probably our calves are 20 or 30 kilos lighter as well. So, yes, it's cheaper, but it probably gets compounded by the fact that the cattle are, uh, you know, 30, 40, 50 kilos lighter. So, um, yeah, but look, overall, we're still really happy. It's probably back at 2021 levels, which until 2022, that was the, the highest prices we'd achieved at Wiener Sale. So certainly a correction off of what was an unbelievable high year in 2022 but look all, all our vendors are still very happy to sell the cattle um, and, and they're walking away happy with the prices. Yes we're seeing that drop in the price this is still quite a high price though isn't it really? Well, I think I think you got to think historically here Annie and as I said like historically you know prior to 2021 we'd never achieved prices like we've achieved today and we just had that 2022 year in the middle where it where it did go to another gear it was driven by obviously La Nina over such a significant area of the country and and also the you know the the heifer rebuild through new south wales and queensland that have been affected by drought for a number of years so what are, what's really driving this drop as well that we're seeing um this year and today you know other than just a bit of a correction in the market and you know uh cattle are coming in a bit lighter as well is there anything else driving that drop oh look i think um you know i think there's been a lot of you know talk in the media that um you know there's been a drought in america and they've been liquidating uh, significant numbers of cattle over there so you know that's pushing probably some cheaper meat onto the world market and and the, and the Australian product is probably at the moment um, viewed as being a little bit dear to our, our major competitors around the world so you know the, the processes and feedlots have had to um, you know pull the price back and and that's also come back because there's been a you know there's been good supply you know there's 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 more numbers in the system and and we've, we've got to chew through them and 
you know, when the numbers sort of outweigh demand, well, the job's going to soften a little bit. And what's the highest price you've seen so far today? Uh, today we've uh, achieved just a tick under $2,000 um, for Ann Wallace's calves. And I think they were 410 or 15 kilos, so around that sort of $4.50 or 60 a kilo. Um, and probably on a cents per kilo basis in the steers, we've, we've seen sort of some, some lightweight wean calves, uh, you know, making sort of $5.60 or 70 a kilo. So... Yeah, still historically really good money. And the sale is still underway at the moment, but how's the sale average tracking it? Uh, look, average-wise, I mean, I think we're, you know, we're just going to be that around $400 cheaper uh, year on year. We're actually just in the middle of a, a repen here at the moment, so we've had to repen about 50 pens of heifers because we couldn't fit them all in the, in the first run. So, um, you know, certainly a bit of work for the team at NVLX and, and our elders and nutrient team but it's uh you know we just want to present the cattle as best we can and um you know finish the day on a on a high note yeah and who's buying the cattle today who's out here yeah look we've got some really good support from uh, northern new south wales uh tamworth uh bathurst plenty of local competition um and then into sort of you know the upper murray we're strong on the on the heavy bullocks or you know heavy steers it'll be turned into bullocks um and we've, the heifer market's still been really strong. Like, we've actually seen a couple of cases where the heifers have made uh, consignments of cattle where the heifers have made more than the steers. So there is still good inquiry for, for buying quality heifers to, uh, to tip out and join. And what have been some of the highlights for you so far today that you've seen? Oh, I, think, I think the big one today um, has been the premium that's been paid for, for cattle that are weaned. Mm. You know, for, for our vendors that have gone to the trouble to, to wean their calves and, and, and probably just thinking about the, the next person that's taking those cattle on and, you know, the, 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 the really good, strong competition was for those weaned calves. So I guess that's, a, you know, an indication going forward that, you know, we, we'd probably like to, to see a few more wean calves um, you know, just to, to fit that demand because it's it's definitely there. What's uh, next for you after today, Brett? Uh, well, yeah, we've got a uh, got another sale at Wangaratta yep. uh, tomorrow afternoon, so we'll be um, we'll tidy up here in a couple of hours, and then we'll um, we'll scoot off to Wangaratta, and we've got um, between ourselves and Corcoran Parker. There's um, there's sort of two and a half thousand down there, and that'll that'll round out our week. So there's about yeah twenty three thousand cattle will have been sold in northeast uh, selling centres. Uh, for over four days. This is some of the biggest sales for your year. Like this is a big event for you guys. Yeah, it, it certainly is. I mean, it's a it's it's a big week. It it it's certainly um, you know, it's a it's a week that I guess there's a, there's a lot of pressure on. But you know, for, I can only speak for my elders team. Uh, you know, everyone just digs in. We know it's going to be long hours and long weeks, and um, you know, we'll have we'll all have a, a good drink at uh, the end of next week and sit back and reflect on uh, on our achievements. And we are waiting for uh, another agent to come join us. But as I said, the sale is happening as we're yeah, going yeah. to air today. Yeah, well, so I'd, I'd say Lukey might have, got, um, <laughs> might have got a bit sticky down the back on the heifers and he's uh, had to work a bit harder. But, um, yeah, I suppose, you know, what we'd also like to just say, you know, on behalf of uh, Elders Aubrey, you know, we'd like to thank, obviously, um, Here he is. all our, uh, you know, all our, our vendors that have consigned the cattle to us and, and they send these cattle to us every year. Whatever the market's doing, they sell their calves in uh, in autumn. Their autumn drop calves in in this January fixture, and um, you know they ride the wave a little bit, and it's, it's been pretty good for the last couple of years. And my good mate Luke Dimel's just uh, <laughs> pulled up here. We get along pretty well, elders and uh, nutrient here. So good afternoon, Luke. Welcome to the country. Thanks for joining us. We've pulled you away from the sale that's underway at the moment. How's it been going for you? Yeah, great. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a great lineup of cattle and. 
Um, they've just finished selling the heifers down the back and we're just coming up to the rerun of heifers now. So, um, yeah, no, look, a lot of great competition. Um, there's there's uh, guys that are very active uh, wanting to buy good runs of heifers to, to put away and, and join and, and certainly some um, northern activity there for, um, for yeah, people wanting to buy good lines of Angus heifers to, uh, to take back north and, and join. Mm. And we're talking with um, Brad a bit about pricing and seeing that big drop that's happened this year. I think a lot of people have expected that, though, haven't they? Yeah, that's right. It's um, it's we weren't. Um, we, this isn't a shock for us. Um, you know, the last six weeks prior to Christmas, there was a correction in the in the cattle market. Um, so we yeah we knew this was going to happen. Uh, these are our premier sales, so we knew we were going to line up with the the best of the best and the tops of the drops here at these uh, feature weaner sales in January. Um, I would say overall prices have exceeded where we thought they would be on on the market, you know, in the month or six weeks leading up to Christmas. Right. And I guess how do you go about managing the expectations of your vendors for those prices? Yeah, look, I suppose, you know, all these, you know, 90% of the the clients that are selling cattle here, they've all bred them. You know, Mm -hmm. there's a small percentage of people that have bought cattle and and that are in here, but I would say 90, 95% of our vendors, they've all bred these cattle. Um, and, and they're aware they, they, they ride the ride the wave, the ups and the downs and um, you know they, they know that the last two or three years have been exceptionally high prices for, for wieners um, and th- this certainly isn't a, a real shock to them that these prices that we did see 12 months ago, 18 months ago, two years ago were not going to be sustainable for, for a long time. Um, so yeah, we certainly knew that this was uh, coming—a bit of a correction in the market. But you know, look, there's a lot of a lot of clients that are selling steer calves, you know, still making anywhere from sixteen to eighteen hundred dollars, and and heifer calves anywhere from fourteen to sixteen hundred dollars. So I would say a lot of people have averaged, yeah, fifteen or sixteen hundred dollars for their entire drop of calves, and and they're they're really happy with that. Mm. Well, I want to ask you a bit about the cattle. Um, how, many, how many cattle do you have here today? Yeah, so Paul and Scholard Nutrient ourselves have yarded 2,600. Um, yeah, but all, all predominantly local with a few few outside cattle out of the Riverina, but yeah, all, all pretty local to the Albury-Wodonga area. And what kind of breeds have you got? Uh, predominantly Angus, um, but yeah, there is certainly um, a, a portion of Euro-bred Hereford and, um, and uh, British-bred cattle, but yeah, I would say out of our yarding, we would be 70% Angus cattle. Any big runs of cattle? Uh, yeah, there's a couple of couple of vendors. Um, Glencoe from out at Holbrook, we've got a big run of cattle, which they, you know, send in this this sale every year. This is their their annual fixture for for selling their calves. So, yeah, a couple of couple of feature runs of cattle over there. And I guess what kind of condition are you finding that they're in? Yeah, look, a lot of the calves this year, I would say, would be 30 or 40 kilos lighter than yeah. last year, and that's purely off, you know, a very cold, long winter. Uh, we sort of missed missed out on that, like a lot of the country did, but missed out on that sort of spring spring flush and that, um, you know, the, the, the weather sort of didn't go with us. Um, yeah, the, the winter seemed to just drag on and, and continue and then we sort of went to the hot hot uh, summer weather. So, yeah, we missed out on a bit of spring, which has just held the calves back a little bit from performing as well as they could have. Yeah. Um, and what's next for you, Luke? Uh, so that's it for wiener sales for this week, but we'll go on to uh, feature female sale, um, cows and calves, join females on Thursday next week here at Barnawatha. So, yeah, there'll be a be a, a great lineup of some really good feature runs of uh, cows and calves and join females here next week.
Beautiful. Well, thanks so much for dropping in and having a chat with us here on The Country. I appreciate your time and your insights. No worries. Um, Brett's already gone back to the sale, so I'll That's let it. you head I'll back I'll go and do a bit more. Well. Thank you. <laughs> thanks so much. That is Luke Jimmy. Well, he's from Paul and Scholar and Nutrien. Um, and earlier before that, you heard from Brett Shea from Elders in Wodonga, two, the two agents running the sale today here at the Barnawatha Sale Yards at NVLX, just outside Wodonga. You are listening to the Victorian Country Hour. Annie Brown is my name. It's good to have your company. It is five minutes to one. Nominations are now open for Farmer of the Year with 10 categories spanning all ages and stages of life on the land. Let's recognise the hard work of our rural leaders, innovators and farming legends and celebrate those in our rural sector who go above and beyond. You can enter yourself or someone you know at farmeroftheyear.com.au. Proudly supported by the Kandinan Group and ABC Rural. The Victorian Country Hour on ABC Radio Victoria. We're down at the Barnawatha Sale Yards at NVLX for day three of the Wiener Car Sale. I'm Annie Brown, nice to have your company this afternoon. Now this is a huge logistical operation that happens down here and I'm joined by Tim Keyes, the manager of NVLX. Good afternoon Tim. Hi Annie, how are you? Thanks for having us. Thanks for coming on and having a quick chat. How's it been going down here this week? Oh, we've had a busy couple of days yeah. but they've been get going very well so far. We've... Um, process just over just under 12,000 cattle um, and we've got one more big day to go so my guys will be busy tonight getting ready for the the day again tomorrow. How are you all holding up? I think we've survived so far. <laughs> um, we've been blessed in that it's not too hot so the the mid-20s uh, early 30s is quite reasonable when we have 40 degree days it makes it a little bit uncomfortable. So thousands of cattle you've had pass through the sale yards here over the last few days. How's it been getting them all in and out and yarding them up and penning? With the big numbers, it is a it is a challenge logistically. Um, starting with the trucks bringing them in, then us finding space to uh, to give the agents somewhere to work through them to um, pen them, and then at the same end we've also got to get them out. So we deliver them and wait for the trucks to come and pick them up and take them away. We also provide a feeding service here, so any cattle that are staying more than 24 hours will be fed. So they, um, there's a fair bit of work just involved in finding pens and yeah. <laughs> that for uh, feeding cattle as well. And how do the numbers compare to last year's sales? We're up a little bit on last year. Right. Um, we've gone Last year we only had three days, um, so Ray White has conducted an extra sale this year for us and the, the existing agents have also increased their numbers probably, I haven't done the accurate maths but I'm assuming we're up probably uh, 15 to 20 percent on last year. And in previous years we've seen here at the sale yards that it's been so full that agents have been selling cattle and holding pens sort of outside of the refine. Have you had to do that again this year? Uh, we've changed our process a little bit. So this year we were doing what we call a rerun so those overflow cattle are still being held in pens but we're moving cattle out of the selling pens to rerun cattle that have been held overnight in outside pens back inside. So we still have that issue of fitting everything in, but we're managing it so that all cattle are presented through the selling pens this year. And here in Barnawatha, you know, we've had a lot of road damage over the last few months around here. I was yes. wondering, have that had an impact on being able to get trucks in and out of the salience? Um So the actual damage, um, apart from a few road blockages and that, hasn't stopped it a lot. However, we did have flooding Mm. along the Murray Valley Highway, which is uh, runs straight ac- across the front of the facility. So there was a couple of days there, it was a touch and go whether we'd get cattle in at all for sale days. 
Um, but yeah, in general, there's there's wear and tear on on everyone's uh, road equipment. But um, yeah, the local council's doing a pretty good job patching it up where they can. That's good to hear. Yeah. And we're sort of coming towards the end of the Wiener sales here. This is obviously one of the biggest events for you guys here at the sale yards. Correct. Yeah, this is our biggest week of the year. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll process four or five times what we'd normally process in one week um, <laughs> here in, in uh, this week we're in. So. Have you been happy with the sales so far? Yeah, I think vendors are happy. Obviously, there's, there's a bit of correction from the lusty heights of last year. However, I don't think it was probably realistic that they would be maintained, but I think... The um, the market settled to a spot which is sustainable, hopefully. So the vendors are making hopefully still making a good dollar, and the buyers are still happy to, to keep rolling in and buying them. And I've spoken to a lot of people today about uh, this time last year. You know, a lot of people were wearing masks, and you know, a lot Co- of vendors. The whole COVID thing. Yeah, yeah heard of it. <laughs> but a lot of people didn't even show up. But a lot of vendors just because you know the health risks. But it, we're seeing a lot of people here today, aren't we? Yeah, it's it open. This is back to what I would call normal. Um, previously. People either stayed away or operated online, but at present we're um, yeah open and uh, ready for uh, people to come and have a look. What were the last few years like for you? Yeah. With COVID, it was a very big challenge, so we had to restrict we had to restrict um, people's access, which was unfortunate. So we uh, came back to a lot of just existing buyers or established buyers. So um, obviously, people are used to coming in either buying their own cattle or viewing their own cattle sold. So not being able to do that, there was a few unhappy customers. But um, at the end of the day, people in general were understood the situation and were happy that we kept operating so that the uh, supply chain of beef cattle could keep operating. Yeah. This is quite a social event, isn't it, too, for a lot of people? Oh, very much so. So there's, uh, I don't know what the crowd is here, there's probably three or 400 people. Not a lot of them <laughs> would be buying and a lot of them will be just looking. Uh, well, Tim, it's a bit windy out here today. You can feel the wind sort yeah. of coming up here. Nice breeze coming through. <laughs> so what's next for you guys? You've still got one more day? Or? So we've got one more day. So we've got a big night tonight. Again, we'll have uh, probably three or 4,000 coloured cattle here tomorrow. Um, we'll have a, hopefully have a little relax over the weekend and get ready for next week. Our prime cattle sales start again on Tuesday. And on Thursday, we've got a fairly large beef female sale, which will... Um, take a fair bit of work to get involved as well yeah and this is your first big sale of the year so starting yeah, we, up 2023 we don't have much break bang. after new year's we kick it off <laughs> and start with a bang um and then we'll get back to our normal pattern of uh, a prime cattle market on a tuesday and our store sales on the thursday very good well tim thanks so much for having a quick chat with us um i also understand that did you have any other uh, sorry, any cattle that you were selling today in the market? I might have had a, snuck a couple in it in <laughs> of my own, yes. I, uh, we did all right. We sold some steers for uh, just under $1,800 and some heifers for 1650 I think they made. So Happy with that? Yeah, yeah. in the current market, that's a pretty good price. What was the season like for you this year, producing cattle? Uh, so we had a, a terrific autumn, wet winter, which continued on to a wet spring, and then it cut off. Yeah. So um, the spring probably wasn't as extended as we'd hoped, but... Um, in general, I'd say it was too wet, um, and making hay and silage and that locally has been a challenge. However, it's a lot better than being too dry, so I shouldn't complain. Fair enough. That's yeah. a good point to make. But overall, it's been a pretty challenging year, 2022 for you? Uh, In terms of cattle, I guess. Yeah. Uh, cattle-wise, um, challenges have, have been that, um, I guess, you know, the herd has still been rebuilding, so... We haven't had the full numbers here that we'd have traditionally, so it's been challenging to make sure that we're 
still providing the, the premium service we like to to our people who use the facility and keeping our staff occupied. Um, but I'm looking forward to you know, hopefully stabilising the next two or three years and we're back to our normal numbers. So. Very good. Well, Tim, thanks so much for having a chat with us here on the Country Hour this afternoon and having us here at the Barnamortha Sale Yards. Not a worry, Annie. Thanks for bringing Country Hour out to uh, NBLX. <laughs> and in time. Thanks so much. Good on you. That is Tim Keyes. He's the manager of the Barnamortha Sale Yards at NBLX out here in Wodonga where we are broadcasting live this afternoon from day three of the Wiener Calf Sales here. Still one more day to go. We were trying to track down some vendors who have all sort of slipped away and are a tiny little bit shy from coming over and having a chat with us here at the Country Hour, but that's okay. We'll have a quick chat with them and we'll bring you some of their stories uh, perhaps tomorrow on the Country Hour and on the Rural Report as well. Right now, though, we are coming up to the 105 o'clock here on the Victorian Country Hour. We're going to take you back to the SCG, back to the cricket coverage from the ABC Grandstand team. But thank you so much for joining me on this very quick, short, maybe country hour or country hour and a half as we've been calling it during the cricket i'll be back with you tomorrow at midday with more rural news and if you tune in bright and early tomorrow at a quarter past six jane mcnaughton will be with you for the victorian statewide rural report but that's all from us here at the barnawatha sale yards have a great rest of your afternoon and thanks for listening